0: Unless otherwise indicated, all the names, characters, businesses, places, events, and incidents in these stories and audio narrations are either the product of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner, any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead or actual events is purely coincidental. The stories and audio narrations are not intended as a substitute for the medical advice of physicians. The reader and or listener should consult a physician in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. Mature content. Listener discretion is advised. ben Edison. i'm an intuitive tantric reiki healer i'm neither formally trained nor educated in being a tantra or reiki healer i'm just pretty plugged into the universe and this is my calling for better or for worse how people find me well there's word of mouth and divine timing here's my story So I'm just a normal person now?" Lady's gorgeous smile was full and brilliant as she gleamed at me. Even in your current state, my darling, you will never be just a normal person. Her laughter rocked her back in her seat, her well-endowed body shaking in response. You, of all people, know what happens when you close one door. We were in one of the guest rooms in Solarium, her luxurious ultra-exclusive yoga spa resort, the bay windows looking out over the moonlit lake. The room was creamy, beigey, pink, fresh flowers scenting the air, beautiful, if I could appreciate it, but I couldn't because I was bone-tired both mentally and physically. I had showered, wrapped warmly in a thick white bathrobe, my wet hair wrapped in a towel turban. We were sitting at a small round dining table with food that lady had ordered for us, a couple of small snack boards filled with antipasta and sweet and savory nibbles, but it was the steaming bowl of chicken noodle soup that I cradled in my hands. I didn't realize how hungry I was until that first hot sip, and after that, we lapsed into a comfortable silence as I devoured the soup. When I finally put the empty bowl on the table, I sighed heavily as I sat back in the thickly cushioned dining chair. Tucking my feet under me, I adjusted the bathrobe over them before finally looking at Lady, who was watching me like a Cheshire cat. Long, thick, glossy white-blonde hair with smooth skin that shone with just a touch of the sun. Arctic blue eyes. I used to feel like a frump whenever I was with her, but I had released that self-judgment a long time ago. In my current human incarnation, my Asian descent had me in complete contrast to my beautiful Caucasian auntie, but our world was always a judgment-free zone you look like shit, Z. Her deep voice was velvety smooth despite the critique. Lady was never known to hold anything back with me. I sighed wearily, yawning mightily. This is what happens when you have a shit day like I had. Henry saved you, she said slowly as her blue eyes narrowed thoughtfully. And who is this Howard? My eyes rolled in exasperation. Would you please stop reading my mind, lady? You know how I hate it when you do that. You're beyond exhausted to coherently answer answer any of my questions, dear heart. I'm merely saving both of us time. She paused as her piercing blue eyes stayed on me. And you're wondering why you survived? Why Henry saved you? Sometimes when Lady was stone cold determined to get answers from me, she'd have her way with me. And under normal circumstances, if I weren't so mentally scattered, I would have been able to block her quite easily. But rather than get angry, I just sighed and looked at her dully. Yeah, Sometimes it was a time safer for me not to need to talk. I don't see him anymore, I admitted, my heart twisting with sadness. Henry's been with me for so long that being without him was leaving me feeling incomplete, like I was missing the better half of me as if I was truly alone. Tears unwittingly slid down my cheeks, and I closed my eyes and hid my face in my bathrobe. "'You aren't alone, dear heart,' lady's whispers entered my head. "'Your gifts are transforming like a caterpillar resting within its soft cocoon. In time, they will rise again.' I felt her arms wrap around me, her head resting on top of mine. "'What's happening to me, lady?' I asked her wordlessly, my throat swallowing the heavy tears that rocked me. Spiritual ascension, my dearest heart. You're coming into the rest of your gifts. Spiritual ascension. The words settled around my heart like a warm blanket. My spiritual awakening was the reason for my moving to New York City some eight years ago. The vital need to be of service to others had compelled me to the Big Apple of all places. So the next chapter was spiritual ascension. Just what the hell does that mean now? I must have fallen asleep because the next thing I knew was that I was in bed with the late afternoon sun streaming into the suite through the bay windows. Glancing at the clock on the bed table, I stared at it blankly. My mind sluggish and needed coffee because I couldn't comprehend what it was saying to me. The clock read 3.33. I turned away from it to stretch like a cat, my arms overhead and my legs outstretched. Then, yawning like a sailor, I relaxed and stayed nestled in the warm bed, looking at the beige ceiling, hearing audibly with my ears but listening to Lady in my mind. Did you sleep well? You passed out cold at the table. I smiled as I pictured my auntie carrying me to the bed. Slept really well, I responded. I feel a lot better. Not so scattered then. I thought about it for a few moments as I turned inward into my heart and did a quick body scan. Not too bad. I responded with a bit of relief. Well, that's good, Lady said, and I could feel her smile. So grab a bite of food and come over to the Wildwoods at dusk. There's someone here who I want you to meet. She can help you. Wildwoods. I thought as I threw the bed covers off and got out of bed. I saw that I was still wearing the white bathrobe. When I stepped into the spacious bathroom, I noticed that lady had put out fresh clothes, down to the pastel blue hipster panties and matching bra. It was cooler here in the mountains, I guessed, as I fingered the soft black lined cargo pants. A simple white cotton pullover with a beige wrap around with a hoodie. I wasn't surprised that she knew all the correct sizes and colors that I liked. So making quick work of washing my face and brushing my teeth, I dressed and was sweeping my long black hair up into a high pony tail when someone knocked on the suite door. When I opened it, room service came in with a tray. He headed straight to the table talking as he unloaded several covered dishes. Lady asked to bring you a breakfast of champions. I looked at him quizzically, but he only grinned at me. Enjoy, he said as he grabbed up his empty tray and promptly headed out without the usual gesture for tips. And for the next half hour, I indulged in a full Irish breakfast with wonderfully strong, bold coffee. Leave it to lady who always knew what I needed and wanted. After a while, I pushed aside the empty dishes and rose from the table, feeling better and more awake. The room was tranquil and peaceful, but I was beginning to feel restless. After I slid on my black ankle boots, I gathered up my black messenger bag, slinging it over my chest, then grabbing the soft hoodie wrap around, I fumbled with it for a few minutes trying to figure out how the damn thing worked, until finally, looking into the mirror, when it looked like it wasn't strangling me, I took in a deep breath, held it for 3 seconds before exhaling it out completely, and with determined steps, I opened the sweet door and exited the lovely room. Solarium was an ultra-exclusive yoga spa resort, but specifically, it was a unique healing center that ran the gamut from chakra healings to energy medicine. In addition, it catered to a clientele that never had to worry about money. But for Lady, being the highly spirited being that she was, all things had balance. So with the profit generated from Solarium, she and her fellowship created Wildwoods. Like Solarium, Wildwoods was known only by word of mouth. However, while Solarium was for the ultra-rich. Wildwoods was its contrast. It was a sanctuary of mystical healers open to anyone who arrived in need. Some say it was sitting on a ley line, while others say it was situated on a portal, accessible only at certain times from certain places worldwide. From the stories I've heard in passing over the years, I had thought of it as a self-contained fairground not unlike that of the medieval renaissance fair, but with the real deal, herbal potions, tinctures, and cures for whatever ailed a person. I had imagined it to have its own herbal apothecary and all types of healers and mystics that were all connected to Universal Source. Maybe it was my having lived in the city for too long, but I couldn't quite wrap my head around the actual existence of such a magical place unless I saw it for myself. Yeah, this coming from someone who used to see ghosts and the supernatural regularly and did energy healing with her own hands. Yeah the shooting fucked me up more than I thought. As I navigated through the quiet, fragrant halls of solarium, I eventually found myself going out through the back of the resort into the serene and beautiful gardens, skies overcast. I followed a small path that took me out of the gardens and into the covers of the forest. I was thankful for the hoodie as I pulled it over my head as the cool forest enveloped me and taking a lungful of fresh forest air, I slowly exhaled and settled into my heart, tuning into ladies' energy. Then started walking deeper into the forest. The forest was quite alive and vibrant, and it felt as if I had entered another world. The crickets were singing steadily, and I turned as I heard the strong calling of a raven that was hidden in the trees. The wind was cool as it touched my face, and as it started to rain mist, the air and the wind got cold and moist. When I started my trek through the forest, I hadn't looked at my watch, and it felt like time was suspended. I don't know how long I walked, but I continued, led only by my connection with Lady. Eventually the grey and white overcast skies darkened, but I could still see just fine as I continued to traverse the wood path. My ears prickled at the sound just ahead, my eyes sharpening as I scanned the dark forest. Up ahead, Lady was dressed as warmly as I was. Grey cargo pants, grey boots, wrapped in a royal purple hoodie wraparound. Her white blonde hair was hidden within the hoodie, her arctic blue eyes shining across the distance between us. I noticed that she stood beside what looked like a wooden archway, but it was actually a gnarled tree that had fallen on its side, naturally forming a U-shaped structure that looked like an actual doorway. Although my intuitive senses were muted, the energy radiating from the archway was unmistakable. I returned Lady's beautiful smile, sliding my cold hand into her warm one that she held out to me. Welcome to Wildwoods, my darling, she said, her smile widening with pride, and with that, we walked together into the archway. Diary Entry 1086 Music credit by Kogan Audio Sound credit by Zaxblatt.com Story created, written, and narrated by Z.E. Leanne If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider supporting us by subscribing on Apple iTunes and leaving us a 5-star review. It helps people find us and it is greatly appreciated. Follow the continuing story of Zen Edison on medium.com.